You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408 is our number. On this beautiful day here in Chicago, Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi. We are live streaming. We are physically distancing, though we both had our second shots. Yes. And um, yours was last Wednesday. Mine was on Saturday. So how was your weekend, Mark? was very, uh, very interesting. We Saturday, I sang for Father Bob McGinnity's funeral mass at Sacred Heart in Palos. He was your former pastor, wasn't he? No, no, his brother, Joe, Father Joe, Joe McGinnity was. Yeah. And what a tribute to him. People just, he was a priest priest, and, and he was a big Notre Dame advocate. He, in fact, they said, don't ever plant your wedding in the fall when Notre Dame was playing at home. home game. <laughs> He was but, there. But what a great tribute. And then we went from that to our little granddaughter, Lydia's sixth birthday. Is she six now? I can't believe it. I remember the day we she I was remember born. The, yeah, I, I remember that. And Lydia's now six. And your, our daughter-in-law, you've known since she was how old? She was a little girl. About Lydia's age. At St. Mary of the Woods. And then age. our son met her in the choir, and they have four beautiful daughters. Unbelievable. And, uh, and also... Congratulations to the Loyola Ramblers. Yes. You and I are both graduates of Loyola University. Yes. New Niles College Seminary. I was class of 75. You were class of 77. And uh, I'm telling you, I mean, Illinois has a great basketball team and program, but I think they were truly outcoached. And I would call the Loyola defense suffocating. They play a suffocating defense. They swarm you. Uh, two great teams, and Loyola's not really a Cinderella team. They're the real deal. Yeah, our son's an Illini alum, and we were texting back and forth <laughs> during the game, and he got quieter and quieter in his texting. I only saw the first half because I had the 1230 Mass at the Cathedral, and then I caught the last 10 seconds of the game when we were just dribbling the ball and thought, I'll tell you, this would be, now you got so many, I'll tell you, if anybody still has a perfect brackets out there, please call us. 312-255-8408 because brackets have been broken with a 15 going on, a 13 going on, a 12 going on. And uh, it's makes that's what they call it, March Madness. But we better get to our program. So, uh, Mark, lead us in. Sure. We're welcoming today The Base Chicago. Uh, the Base Chicago reimagines pathways to success for urban youth. They combine sports, academic opportunities with a distinctive methodology rooted in excellence, belief, and love. The organization provides a range of programming, including academic, STEM tutoring, violence prevention, and life skills, healthy lifestyle guidance, 
high-quality baseball and softball skills training. My wife would be thrilled. She's a softball fanatic. Mm -hmm. The base, Chicago's clubhouse and learning center is a beacon of hope on Chicago's west side. The goal is to ensure that 100% of base student athletes graduate wonderful from high school and have the support and resources they need to develop their individual game plans for success, whether that includes going to college or entering a job training program. They focus on developing good citizens who make good decisions, steering away from violence, gang activity, and other negative balances to their talents and goodness. And we welcome Eric Davis, Frank Brim, and Rich Schultz from Base Chicago. Welcome, gentlemen, to Catholic Chicago. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Having us. Are you all there? Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. Now, a little story, uh, Mark, and that is uh, Rich and his family were at St. Mary of the Woods. Rich, you arrived at St. Mary of the Woods in what year? Uh, it had to be 15 years ago when I sat in your office and I looked around the room thinking, wow, this guy has a lot of sports memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what made me think of you in the base. <laughs> I have to admit, you're right, my office was all filled with uh, sports memorabilia and photos. Now, Eric, now, because as Rich knows, I, I love sports. Now, what people <laughs> may not know is that Eric Davis was the captain of the 1982 Houston Collegiate Basketball Team with the NCAA Final Four. And they were, he was part of Phi Slamma Jamma, which would have been Eric Davis, Akeem Olajuwon, <laughs> and Clyde Drexler. And, um, and Eric, who was the fourth guy? Um, well, there were a number of guys on that team. We didn't know that they were all on that team when we were kids playing. <laughs> um, Cadillac Anderson was part of that group. Michael Young, uh, whose son played for Rutgers yesterday. Wow. Uh, Larry Mishaw, who was a first-round pick as well. Uh, Hakeem and, and uh, Clyde Drexler, Lyndon Rose. Um, all of those guys were, were first, second, or third-round picks. And uh, I was very fortunate to uh, have the opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. And uh, something that you may not have known, Father, is that I was actually going to Loyola um, wow. before I decided to go to Houston. But uh, Coach Jerry Line uh, got fired. And then oh, I decided wow. to go to Houston between uh, USC and the University of Houston. Where'd you go to um, high school, which, Eric? I went to Amundsen High School on the north side oh, of Chicago. Foster, Foster Avenue. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember, do you remember yeah. Mr. Jim Gemsky? Absolutely. He was uh, the wrestling coach yeah. and the baseball coach and a, and a great counselor. And uh, many of the things that we use at the base, you know, I've stolen from people like Mr. Gemsky. Yeah, in fact, Jim Gemsky was very active with his wife, Joe at St. Mary of the Woods. Probably, I think he didn't live too far from uh, Rich and his family. A wonderful man, and uh, now you were part of that '82. Now you were the captain. You were in the final four. Did you lose the championship game to Georgetown that year? No, that was uh, actually '84. The year we lost, we lost actually in the semifinals um, to a, a team with a few unknowns. They had uh, James Worthy and Sam oh. Perkins wow. and uh, a young skinny kid named Michael Jordan. Yeah. Wow. No, that was in the and, you, that was in the, that was in the final four. The semi, the um, yeah, we lost in the semifinals, and North Carolina went on then uh, to win the national championship against Georgetown. 
Now, the, don't forget, Father, we're supposed to talk about oh, Chicago. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I forgot okay. about that. But, Just oh, well, wait, bring no, it no, back. Wait, no, no. One little sidebar okay. on that is your Houston team is now in the final Sweet 16, and there's a chance that Houston would face Loyola the next round, Eric? Yeah. Not not the next. Uh, it would probably be the for the championship of the, the Midwest the uh, region. The, the region. Yeah. So to get in the final four could be. And, and, and ironically, the Loyola Ramblers have the number one defense in the nation on the collegiate level, and Houston ranks number two. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I'll tell you what, Father. I am, uh, of course, an, an an avid and rabid Houston fan. Mm. Oh yeah, that's your your graduate. But uh, my second team is is definitely the uh, Loyola Ramblers. Being a North Sider, uh, being a kid that spent a lot of time on that campus, uh, growing up and developing basketball and social skills and hanging out at the beach, um, you know that's my second team. So I, I wish Loyola was in another bracket and we could possibly <laughs> meet in the Final Four. In the Final Four. Well, now we we have to get we have to get off this topic about the NCAA. So now either Rich, Frank, or Eric. Tell us about the history of Chicago Base or Base Chicago. Frank, Eric, do you want to go ahead? No, Frank can Frank can tell us, please. Go ahead, okay. Frank. Well, thank you, thank you for having us. Uh, well, the base started started with a program in in uh, Boston. Actually, they came to Chicago and they wanted to see how many things uh, that we had in, in you know that we agreed upon in terms of our uh, where the baseball program should go. And uh, we had a program on the west side of Chicago that was doing well with, in terms of undergirding our children with good information. And we kind of partnered. And uh, so uh, six years ago, they decided to uh, to form the base Chicago with the, I mean, with the base. And uh, it's just been a, it's just been a, uh, you know, uh, something sent from, from God in terms of how it's impacted our communities, how it's impacted communities in, in, in uh, Boston as well as Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. Uh, so the base started just like any other program. I think we wanted to just provide our kids with good, healthy baseball. But shortly after that, we decided that we had to do so much more. So then we had to start uh, implementing the academic support, counseling where needed, and just helping the kids overall, you know, holistically. And so where we are today is, is you know, because of Robert Lewis in Boston, Eric Davis, uh, Rich Schultz, all the people that have come together and said that we have to do this for our community. So it's about restoring our community. That's what the base is all about. In a nutshell, restoration for our community is the most important thing. And in order to do that, we understood that we have to change the thinking because it's been systemic thinking. It's been historic thinking in our communities and and uh, that's what the base is about right now. That's wonderful. Now I've spent, this is Mark, Tracy, I've spent uh almost 10 years at Mercy Home for Boys and Girls, working with Father Jim Close, Father Scott Donahue. Mm-hmm. And the goal of Mercy Home sounds like your goal, which is to change or to save lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, would any of you want to speak to that? Maybe Rich, could you speak to I mean, this program saves lives. How does it do that? So I think what, what attracted me to this program is the, the platform, the kids that are involved in their dedication, and then also these two leaders, Eric and Frank, are, are some of the most passionate people I've ever met. 
they have they've dedicated their entire lives to service. Mm-hmm. One was a Chicago police officer for 27 years, Eric, and then Frank was a, a captain of the fire department when he retired after 30 years. So having started to know them three years ago, the Executive Club of Chicago introduced me to them because I'm a commercial real estate broker. And as I got to know them, I, they became very close friends. And I got to know the platform and how determined these kids are. It was just they, them seeking opportunities. So I said to myself, okay, well, the opportunities, I knew that the, one of the obstacles was um, access to quality education. And so I said, that's one thing that I could help with. I was born, in the, born and raised through the Catholic school system from preschool through graduate school. Now, which graduate one was that? Was that in Chicago? I, I was born, I, was, I went to grade school in Moline, Illinois at Seton Catholic, went on to St. Francis High School in Wheaton, then went to Loris College in Dubuque, Iowa for undergrad, and then Loyola um, University in Chicago for graduate school. And so being raised in the Catholic system, it was instilled in me to serve and help others. So I sat back. I love these guys. I love their mission. I said to myself, how can I best help them? I went to the Catholic uh, school system immediately and the network three years ago. Bennett Academy is where my children go. They embraced the base. They had Eric out, and he spoke in front of 150 people. Uh, then there was St. Petronella and Glen Ellen, Loris College. Jim Collins has been fantastic. Um, and so my goal is to simply get them in front of as many uh, people as possible, and that's where my network lies is in the Catholic school system. So it's been successful. I'm just trying to do as much as I can to expose them to that system as much as I can because what we've realized is there's another idea we had is the Catholic um, Catholic schools enrollment was traditionally down. I knew they had the infrastructure in place. I knew they had the passionate teachers. And then it was um, they, they see new di- no district boundaries, so they will accept anybody from outside the district. And so I said to myself, okay, the whole – obstacle is money so we can i feel like we can solve for that and that's what we've realized we could is we've went, we've reached out to uh different organizations and it's creating awareness to all the base kids and their families of the scholarship opportunities uh empower illinois uh, tuition assistance from the different schools and then individual donors a lot of a lot of these kids and their families simply wrote off the, those schools because of the money and that's what i want them to realize like there's opportunity to access these schools still and that's what we've been trying to trying to push because there there are so many kids that are um, that want the education that are committed, and so that's been our goal is to just simply create awareness and let them choose what they want to do. That's great. We're going to take a little break. What a great team! What a great. I mean, every now, one of you. This, uh, these three guys, uh, Eric, and Frank, and Rich. This is your five slamma jamma right here. It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> And you know what? Father Greg would like a picture of all three of you autographed for his office because it will add to, <laughs> will add to that Hall of Fame. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago, numbers 312-255-8408. We're speaking with Eric Davis, Frank Brim, Rich Schultz, and we're going to come back and talk more about the base Chicago. I'd like to ask them uh, for some stories of young people uh, who have gone through and being involved in Bay Chicago and how you've seen their lives change. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. The effort to get vaccinated, why the church is helping to spread the word, We'll go inside the classroom as a national study shows how Chicago's Catholic schools are keeping students on track during the pandemic. And too many people are going hungry. We'll visit a food pantry where Catholics are working to meet that need. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. WNDZ 750M on your dial. Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Tracy. We're live streaming here. We're distanced. We have our mask on. And we're speaking with Eric Davis, Frank Brim, Rich Schultz from Base Chicago. Frank, my time at Mercy, I'm still connected to Mercy Home, but you never you never leave uh, a mission that you're passionate about. And you, off the air, Father Greg and I were saying, all three of you are so passionate. No about about this mission. What a gift to these kids. Frank, is there a story maybe that stands out to you in terms of one of this 
one of the lives of one of these young people that really has impacted you or that has kind of re-energized you to the mission here? Frank? In the community engagement. Hello. There. Okay. Yeah, I got. I started got my my start at the Merillac House. I actually worked there as a group leader, and in the early '80s, back in 1980, and I saw that um, how lives can be changed because of decisions. Because uh, so many of the young people that had so much, so much potential, just didn't understand exactly about the ills of the community. And so, and then my my time on the fire department, I just got sick and tired of seeing young people with bullet holes in them and. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. it kind of changed the way I thought about, have I done enough? And so for me, there are so many, when you ask that question, so many young people whose faces flash before my eyes, um, who I know that just needed a little help, just needed a little a better influence in their lives, and sometimes um, a, a coach. So I thought about, in my personal life, all those coaches that, that played a role in my mm-hmm. life helped me to make better decisions. And I just said, you know what, it's time for me to, even while raising my four children, and um, there's still more that I can do as an individual. So um, we, we we say that that bait that the that baseball is just a, our bait, but we know that love is the hook. So we start yeah. thinking about um, you know how we need to love our children more, mm-hmm. how because it's the relationship building. Now, it's, Frank, it's, are you are you Chicago born and raised, Frank? I'm Chicago born and raised, South Side moved to the West Side in 1980. And uh, and I had some great mentors, and I and I took that for granted. I wish I can, I, I pay homage to them every day because of how they impacted my life. They got when I stepped out of line, got in trouble. Those coaches and those men would pull me to side because my father was not there. And of mm-hmm. course, we deal with a lot of that in our community, mm-hmm. and uh, but that that player coach relationship it gives us an opportunity to kind of intercede on behalf of our children to. When we build those relationships, they start believing what we teach them. They te- they believe what I say about baseball. Now they believe what I say about life. Premarital it's, it's very sex. interesting enough, Frank, because you, as I'm listening to you, you are literally from the coaches you had and mentors and, and mm-hmm. people that really encouraged you. You are now passing it forward. Yes. You're passing it forward. Now, maybe for you, Eric, share a story that has touched your life about a young person, Eric, that keeps you energized in this wonderful ministry. Well, um, there, there are a number of stories, as, as Frank has said. Um, you know, when we initially decided to take on this challenge, uh, we were just an idea. Um, Theo Epstein, who is our honorary board chair, um, asked Frank and I to, to create this organization that they were running successfully at the base. But after he saw, once he got to Chicago, the things that were happening in neighborhoods like West Garfield Park and North Lawndale and Inglewood, he wanted to impact those neighborhoods with positive programming. Um, we arrived and, you know, we had no children. It was just an idea. Mm. And we saw the things that were happening in West Garfield Park. Uh, there were a number, if you remember, of uh, schools that were closed about four mm-hmm. or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the schools were, were underperforming that, that were still available in that community. And, you know, we're aware that, you know, education is the key to having a successful future. And the educational system in many of these neighborhoods had become chaotic for, for a number of reasons. And 
we thought that, you know what, we're going to give these young people a great athletic experience because that's what will draw them to the building. Um, but once we got them in the building, you know, Frank was a former athlete as well. He was a, a Major League Baseball player. What team? And um, I was a, a, an NFL football we player along with playing mm-hmm. at uh, the University of Houston. And, and, and we know what the real numbers are for every young man that dreams of making a living out of becoming a professional athlete. Those numbers and opportunities are very, very slim and, and, and almost, almost impossible. But we knew that there was room to make school teachers and police officers and firemen and attorneys and accountants. And we knew that that had to come through education. And when we spoke to Rich, and, and Rich spoke about the Catholic school system, um, we know it's a solid system because we're both from Chicago, and we just set out to get our kids within these programs to enhance their lives and their families' lives. And as I tell my children, the, the lives of your children that you don't even know their names yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we really incorporated a strong educational tutoring program, um, that's done really well with uh, some teachers that have volunteered. And uh, we had 10 kids this year go to selective enrollment high schools. That's wonderful. And, 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 and that's huge for us because these kids, none of our kids had even heard of selective enrollment high schools. So this past year we sent 10 kids to the selective enrollment high schools, the Whitney Youngs, the Westinghouses, and we're very proud of them. Uh, we have a young man who's now on the honor roll at Fenwick High School. Great. That's tremendous. Great. W- with, with three additional kids planning to attend this fall. That's amazing. We have three children that will be heading to Providence St. Mel um, this fall. And we also have um, one right now that's ready to commit, but probably an additional two who will be attending Loris College. That's wonderful. That's fantastic. Now, how do well, how do young people get connected to Base Chicago? How, how does that work? Do they get connected through the schools, through the Catholic schools, through their neighborhood organizations? How does that work? There have been many days that Frank and I, it seems we've been out 24 hours a day um, recruiting kids, talking to kids, always handing out a business card, a flyer. They see us on social media. Um, and what's really nice, because we currently have 362 kids. That's tremendous. Wow. Yeah. wow. From, from zero. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think when, when you talk about Mercy Boys Home and, mm-hmm. and, and Girls Homes, it's, they, they do such a fantastic job that the bar was set high for us uh. when we went to the West Side. Mm-hmm. But that's a program that works. Yes. So for us... We were very happy to have a program to emulate. And, and there are some other good programs over there, but we never gave failure an opportunity to be an option. And that's what we're selling to our children. And our job is to not only keep them safe, but pr- to make them productive citizens, which they're becoming, and to then circle back, come back to your community, and be the leaders and, and, and the shining lights of your community. And yeah. we're very happy to say that, that we're starting to see that. Now, That's before correct. we close, I want to ask Rich an important question. That is, Rich, you met Frank and Eric a few years ago. How has Bay Chicago 
changed and touched your life. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that last point, Father Greg. Yeah, the thing is, uh, you, you met a few years ago, you met Frank and Eric, mm-hmm. and it's been a, like a game changer for you. How has Bay Chicago affected and touched your life? So that, that's a great question, and I, I love that question because these two individuals and the kids, learning what's very important to me is uh, having my children, my family, and my friends, everybody learn things uh, outside the bubble of Glen Ellen where I, where I live. Um, I want them to understand exactly what's out there, what's happening, and meet people and get involved. I bring my kids, to, I try to bring them to every event at the center, downtown. I want them to interact with the kids and get to know them and create bonds so then their friends can create bonds and just grow this thing organically. These two individuals, Frank and Eric, about your previous question before, are so passionate. When I first sat with them, I could have spent days listening to their stories. And if you get to know them, I promise everybody listening to this will become a good friend of theirs. Yeah. I guarantee you, like I have. Um, it's just a, it, they're super inspiring, and uh, it's been a fantastic friendship. And I, I look forward to having it grow. And your question about how the, the, people can help is, Eric and Frank are, are doing, they're doing as much as they can. There's more and more momentum getting behind us. It's huge in Boston. Now, people want, now let me ask you, Richard, if people want to get involved and learn mm-hmm. more about Bay Chicago, uh, how do they do it? What, what's your web? So the, the website is thebase.org. That's the parent company out of Boston, and then you'll see the subsidiary uh, Bay Chicago inside there. So it's but, the base. Dot org. So yes. Okay. And what about is there a phone number or is it go to the, go to the web? Uh, Eric or Frank, you guys can chime in on that. Yeah. Oh, you can reach us by email at uh, edavis at thebase dot org or fbrim at thebase dot org. Okay, that'd be uh, edavis d a v i s and fbrim b r i m. Uh, so say, say one more time, Eric. Edavis at thebase.org or fbrim at thebase.org. We need to bring this program or this segment to a close. I want to thank in a very special way Eric Davis, Frank Brim, and Rich Schultz for joining us here today, this morning. A tremendous program called The Base Chicago. Gentlemen, your enthusiasm and energy comes right through the radio airwaves. I can't thank you enough. This has been a great half hour. And uh, thank you for joining us, and God bless you. Continued wonderful work in your ministry. You're listening to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. The time is exactly 831 in Chicago. Stay with us. Do not touch that dial.